Hello and welcome to Idea Prof, hosted by Mike Pedersen. We're here with AJ, a good friend of mine from work. I usually have some pretty good ideas around food and whatnot, so I thought decided to bring him in and kind of talk about that. AJ, what are we doing? How are we, are, how are we today? Doing all right, Mike. You know, hanging in there right now. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Tell us a little bit about you. So, you know, Mike, I like a variety of things from entertainment to obviously food, different sports. And I just like to know a little bit about a lot, it's like a jack of all trades. And uh, I've been thinking lately, based on the food topic, about, you know, what maybe we're lacking in the current city that we're in for food ideas or food creativity. And maybe other places that I've been that could be lacking the same things. And maybe explore who could be potentially a dominant player in a potential market. Okay, now that being said, how do we create more visibility for upstart potential new businesses, new foods, new companies that want to do food um, in kind of, not necessarily the, the current market from a, um, I guess what's the word? Uh, not in the coronavirus terms, but more of a, just in general, right? So the first thought that I kind of had is, of course, they have to do a little bit more with their social medias. They have to do all that kind of stuff. But there's so many companies that are so heavily entrenched, right? So you have casual dining, you have the rest of them. Where is the new guys? Is it the food trucks that needs to be a little bit bigger? Is it, I mean, we, we all know people have some reservations about eating from trucks, but like, how do we get to things becoming a more interesting and more mainstream? Well, in my eating out experience and just the different avenues I've seen, you know, I've done the food truck. I think that's very low overhead, you know, big rewards for low, you know, risk. Then I've seen like, you know, there's a place close to the downtown area where they have multiple restaurants that sit inside their building and some are on a rotating space. So you're in there, you're in there for a month and at the end of the month, you're out. So that kind of gives you that, hey, I'm in the hippest new spot, but I'm only gonna pay you rent for one month and then I'm gonna bounce, but now I have all the word of mouth, all the clientele that's come through here know what my food's about. So I think that's another avenue of like a potential, you know, moving forward for some lower key people that like, I want to start a tamale business tomorrow. It's like, well, I can sit here for a month and just sell you tamales all day long. And then, hey, I'm going to go open up my own shop. Now everyone knows me. So I think there's different avenues like that. Or, you know, social media impact is great in the terms of like, you know, what pages you need to get on. Like, do I want to be on like Houston's Best Eats or Georgia's Sweetest Desserts? You know, something like that. Like I need to make an in somewhere there to be featured or maybe reach out to people. Do a little legwork. Do a little legwork, okay. Do you think it's more like oversaturation of some things? Off the top of my head, I'm thinking when you're talking about food trucks, it seems like you have a heavy proponent of barbecue places or things that are handheld, right? So there's easy, there's not a lot of, you know, knife and fork type options, right? So if we're talking just food trucks, I, I see that. What about your brick and mortar type, right? So is there still an avenue to create a whole new restaurant and 
actually you know build it you know standalone like is that does that make sense anymore and if so for a new and upstart business what's the best way to do that so i think one thing would depend on what area you're in and what is your area lacking you know what i mean so you know i went out west i was in seattle and the seafood was killer i could find a salmon or a chowder at every corner you know the one thing i had a really hard time finding cuban food you know being hispanic i love cuban food and it seemed like interacting with people they could tell me about all these great mexican restaurants out the way of the seattle area somewhere but i couldn't find that like you know cuban authentic food out there and it's like i don't know if the demographic wouldn't understand the difference of rice and beans is the same to everyone which it's not but i think honestly like that would be like a niche especially like people visiting from different places that'd be like oh wow like this is authentic cuban food or like you know really authentic italian food that you would find like in some places in new york i think there has to be you know you click the market that is there for instance where we're at you know i've always said it you have like one good barbecue place across the bay or you have another decent barbecue place that's a chain but like you need that wholesome like automatic boom great barbecue and that was another thought was why not drive through barbecue no sitting inside you just have lease the space that would be your cooker and you just have people filtering in on out all day long Ooh, i think you might be on something so you're talking about just like leasing a space to like like a pop-up space or are you talking more like um a corporate center or something like that Either one could work as long as you have a capability of having some kind of outside drive-through service. So, are you going like straight McDonald's style? So I'm thinking more along the lines of like a checkers rally style. Like you have a few picnic benches, which barbecue picnic, it's kind of an atmospheric thing anyways. But then all you have is straight up drive around the building, grab my food and go. Not interacting, not having to go inside a building, period. Just pushing it all out to the people. Why don't we, why isn't there more, what am I trying to say? Um, ooh, like help from the city or the county or something like that. So you have public parks, you have public beaches, you have all these places. Why don't they designate a little location for either food trucks or, or a pop-up something of some food item and or source that they could be at, right? You create a network of it and you say, all right, there's a beach here, there's a public park here, um, there's, you know, a baseball field here, whatever it is that the city usually typically provides, right? And you say at each one of those locations, there's a designated area for food, right? So it's not necessarily like a concession stand, but it can be something a little bit more. Then if I have a new, new upstart food business, I can log on to the city and say, hey, listen, get me in rotation at those individual places. So you gotta think in a place like Florida, right? Everybody's going to the beaches, it's gonna be like nonstop. So there's gonna be 900 different little beach spots, right? And along the beach, you say, okay, on this particular Saturday, I am at Pier 45. Next Saturday, I'm at Pier 12. Next Saturday after that, I'm at, you know, uh, Public Park Kissimmee 
whatever the case is. So that way that particular business has nonstop what traffic to keep people going there, right? They stay in business because it's good. They have a place that they know they're gonna get food. And at the same time, the public facilities, they have a food vendor that's gonna be provided while people are there, which is gonna make them happier for when they go out to visit those places. I could see that, but I guess the only thing would be, what's your stigmatism around the past to now? Like you'd have to really intensify, I think one cleanliness of the space, because a lot of those places are just, you know, barely maintained if you're not in the right area. And two, I would say, you know, now that you have that level of like cleanliness, you got to get away from the stigmatism. Like I'm not trying to eat a hamburger from the concession guy. You know what I mean? I want to eat that deluxe blue cheese injected filled Kobe beef burger while watching my kids baseball game. But do I trust that food? Because that's another thing. It's all about trust. For me, I go to a restaurant that may not look like much, but I know it's a nice, cleanly restaurant. The food is awesome. It's just the building's old. I can survive in that. But I go to another place and it smells like a grease fire just went down in the kitchen. I'm a little concerned. Or foil in my mashed potatoes. I'm a little concerned. So I think you just gotta break away. So, are, are you, so your your thought process is, is that the only thing that would concern you about something like that would be the branding of the particular food vendor at that spot? Yeah, like for me, it would be like, okay, let's call it Mike's Malt Shop, just for instance. Now, if I'm at Clearwater Beach and I'm standing by the shop, if I look at it and it says, you know, Clearwater, you know, city owned, whatever or not. Okay, are you a, just a city vendor? Are you like a concession stand vendor? Or are you like your own spot? That would be my first question. Because then my thought is, is this gonna be the really good malt? Or is this gonna be like, I just dumped a gallon of milk and two scoops of ice cream in a blender? So that's one thought process. Then also like, how does the place actually look? Is it like old burners that the city just left there? Or is it like, hey, you know, good equipment, it's cleanly environment. And then like you have the ultimate Oreo milkshake that could just be like the best thing to hit my mouth. Well, great. But like, I feel like there needs to be a drawing. Like what's drawing me to you? As opposed to like the beach restaurant down the street that's been there for 20 years and everyone knows like, oh, it's a novel tourism idea. I think that's what you gotta, you gotta circumvent. Okay, so you need something. So you don't necessarily want something that's been there, done it all the time, right? And I'm, I'm definitely not thinking of uh, like a beach public restroom, right? So that kind of stuff doesn't really hold much appeal for me personally. I mean, because then, then I think we're leading into that part that you're talking about, in which you know, how long have those burners been there? Who's cleaning it? And if I'm feeding a family of five or something like that, uh, is that going to be healthy, right? So that leads me to believe, do you extend? Well, I think, first of all, do you create it so that way it's a food truck so it's gone every single, let's say, week? You say you plan it on the weekends, right? So from Thursday to Sunday, you are at, let's say, Pier 45. Right? You pull up your food truck, it's already designated parking or parking zone area that's that's cordoned off for you. You're able to set up shop for a week or for those four days, um, and that's what it is. And then you go to a different spot next week. So there's that model, 
another model that I'm thinking of is you actually have a standalone, well not necessarily a standalone, but it could be part of a thing um, at let's say Pier 44 where it will actually be an actual brick building with ovens and whatever the cases you need, like general cooking equipment. You're gonna have a fryer, you're gonna have a stove, you're gonna have a teppanyaki grill, and then you just bring your food, your amenities, so paper, plates, whatever, boats that you ever do, and you cook out of that like central kitchen. So there's two different models. The second one of more of the central kitchen is where we get into that issue with the cleanliness factor, like who's maintaining that. Um, but I also think there's a practicality there because people will get used to at least seeing some type of food come out of that location. They know where they can go every single time and it's gonna be maybe something new and something different. And so they can just know, hey, I'm, I'm going to Pier 44, to, you know, over there because every single time I go there, there's some new food or something or some new upstart food company that, you know, I, I always like to try. So for foodies such as ourselves, you can be like, all right, I'm just gonna to go to Pier 44, boom, let's see what's there this week. I mean, is, is that worth it over the, kind of the food truck that's blocked off in a couple spots at Pier 45? that leaves and, and does their own full thing? Well, so here's my counter argument, not counter argument, but like more of my just like thought process on that. So like, I'll eat out of a food truck, no problem. I'll eat out of a little convenience area if it looks like it's some dope new little place, no problem. Again, I'm not, you know, I'm all in for whatever. But if, for me, if it's like, okay, what if Pier 45 food truck that day is only one option or two options and it's just like nothingness like nothing that really appeals and then that food truck is going to leave at a certain time or that food truck is going to be like pedaling off into the sunset what am i going to do you know because they run out of food quicker it seems to me sometimes than it is like at a place where there's multiple people like restaurant wise and then i know like this would still be a rented space but from my experience of seeing stuff like that usually when people have it for a couple of days they prep out pretty well and also you're at the beach like I don't know if I necessarily want to go eat from a food truck on the beach when it's like a vending place that could be closer. And also if there is not just a one vending, like maybe like three places in a building, three separate kitchens or something like that where I could pick one, two or three. I think that variety too would help. But I also think it could just be a little bit more, you know, more to the beach vibe theme and not like feel so quick to go i mean are you thinking more like a almost like a uh whatchamacallit like a like a cafeteria almost or like a food court like like a for example like an outdoor food court on the beach that we have many different options but then you would only have like a rotational space. So for example, like here in Florida, in the Tampa area, we have an Armature Works, which is like a hippie in, you know, um, indoor food court with a whole bunch of different food vendors. Now you transplant that to something on the beach and you say each one has maybe uh, uh, 1500 square feet to maybe work out of, right? And then your lease is six months. You come in there, you're new, 
you get a six month run with six individual shops. And so that way, when you have the food there dining, you have people shopping, you have the beach there, you have maybe an open music venue, like an amphitheater or something like that. And everybody just is able to kind of come through and get something. Will that give you the visibility? If you're new that you want. So I don't know if you'd want like a food court like that. I'm not saying they have like 20 options or like 10 options. I'm thinking more like three to four little spots that take up so much space and not having any necessary like interior seating, just like maybe some benches with umbrellas hanging out loose. And just like you come up, you go to the line and you're there every person that rents a space is there from say you know three to six months depending on how well they're doing you know and it's just like the jumping off point of like okay i came here and i had the best poke bowl ever from this place and the place next door was like the best greek place and the place next door that was the best falafel place just for instance then you know you just kind of go and you eat and you do what you gotta do and then you take off and so you go back in six months and to your point it's like now there's a really great italian place now there's a really great like you know i don't know pie place let's put like desserts out there you know it doesn't matter what food just pie boom and now there's a really great like smoothie place like smoothie place may not even make it there because you know it's more food but just saying like you know the rotation and then also more like of an inviting space to be like okay i can sit at the benches i don't have to like go sit in the sand with like my food and have the pigeons come after me i can just kind of relax and just be like sitting back also you're gonna have to use the restroom and if you're at a place like that i would say upgrade the restroom facilities to match what's happening outside with the food so that if i want to eat three gyros in one day and not feel any cares in the world i can know like i can go to the bathroom right across the way you know right okay so i'm liking that because i think a lot of big people don't realize how much they look at restrooms when people go in there especially if in, in those type of environments they can really make a break it's like oh the restrooms are really nice and they have that, that, that. Um, even though it might not have anything to do with the food and you literally go in there for maybe a couple of minutes um, so we put okay so we're envisioning a more enclosed not necessarily on the beach more enclosed location with three to four upstart food places Right, so we got three to four upstart places. Well, Good rest. And it's not the beach. I got the perfect setup for you for this whole concept. So I've been to something similar, but I think it can be tweaked. You have four spaces, right? Like almost like, you know, how a home design would be like your bottom floor. And it's like partitioned off or like an apartment layout, how they show you like the apartment layouts based on the floor plans. Okay. So you have that kind of a model, but you have four boxes inside this big square. And each individual square is a different restaurant. There is very little common area, except for maybe like your waiting area would be in the middle. And then like, if you wanted to come have hibachi, you're going to the hibachi place. So you go through door one. If you want um, authentic, I don't know, south african food you go through box two you want the best most killer steak sandwiches you've ever had in your life you go through box three so your center 
would be your waiting and your center would also be where your restrooms are located so that everyone that no matter where which restaurant you're at you have the same bathroom so that the person who is running the middle and renting it all out has to make sure like hey you know what i'm not going to depend on my flipping through restaurant to maintain everything in a great working order it would be one design so that all everybody can use the same space in the middle you just would be separated only by what your food taste would be uh okay so would all of these be visible to each other so i think the best option to do it would be farm style door like the roll across doors on the rail and then you'd have one glass pane with the restaurant's name and then kind of like hey i want to take a sneak peek and you can pull the door back and kind of just look at the vibe see the maybe bar area get a menu you know mm -hmm. from somebody and you do it at all the different locations and then you kind of take it off from there or if you want to do like you know on one side of the restaurant it's just going to be your glass window that you can see like what's the vibe look like and you can walk around the building and be like what's the vibe here look like you know kind of like an inside perspective Oh, okay, so you get like an initial outside feel by looking in through the glass, but then you have the big doors to kind of give mm -hmm. you that big, like, I guess, warm, inviting feeling, right? And then you get the little bit of both with common area restrooms. Mm -hmm. right? Okay. And I think the common area, like waiting and the common area restrooms also bring a lot of synergy for other businesses. Cause like it, it could be negative, don't get me wrong. But if like I went to the hibachi place and had the best hibachi ever, and someone was like, oh, I just had the best, you know, steak sandwich of my life. Well, you know what I'm gonna do? Next time I come, I'm gonna go to the steak sandwich place and that person may try the hibachi place out. So like the word of mouth of getting your business out is right there in the middle of the whole building. Okay, so how, how big of a building are you thinking here? So, it wouldn't have to be super big. I think each restaurant could suffice about... Are you thinking maybe like the size of like a Walmart? No, no, that's way too big. So let's take, I'm trying to think of like, I'm actually trying to think of a space that could be comparable in my mind to this. I would say if every restaurant was in a square box say 12 to 1500 square feet okay and then the center area was maybe 2000 so that's what say 1500 and 1500 is three is six about 8000 square feet not super big that's not super big you could put a couple of those in multiple different spots now would you would you all network them together or make them more individual or would one person have to do it or would you would you require four you see what i mean from an implementation model if somebody wants to say if, if they're going to build and or develop it is one person responsible for everything so that way they take care of that um restroom in the middle and then the four things on the outside so from my thought process on that it would be the one person would control basically the gray shell that everyone gets your design is your own but 
you would have like a base model walking into and like the restroom areas would be like completely built out designed to spec on what i wanted not necessarily what you wanted because again the middle area is not for any particular restaurant it's going to be a very classy looking thing for the whole building and like that's like at a mall like the re the bathrooms in the mall are not going to be designed towards any particular store it's going to be designed for the mall so you do that in the middle seating area in the middle again completely designed for any restaurant so you never know where you're going until you actually get there and then after the building is turned over to you know potential tenants to come in there and design it their way like if you want to paint you know a big peace sign on the front if your walls that's your business if you want to have you know old classic cars crashing into each other on your wall that's your business you know it would be an individual spot inside of a main threshold not threshold's the right word on that but I'll go with it. no i think i think the threshold it, it can work yeah it'd just be like your individual spot inside of everything so that way you have like a full-blown rights to be able to look decor and everything inside but mm -hmm. then also still not i guess have all the infrastructure like neat well let me get the right you have all the infrastructure but you don't have to i guess pay for it and or maintain it so therefore you can focus on your food almost yeah you would focus on your food your business your cleanliness your restaurant the middle area of the waiting room and the bathrooms would be focused on like a third party cleaning service to come out there and just clean it and then you're gonna get charged back that money anyways, so you're just taking initiative actually having a hand in what's happening to keep it in good working order before say, knock knock at the end of the year, hey, by the way, you owe me $400 a month for all this cleaning, it's a part of your rent. All right, so to kind of like recap real quick, we're looking at like a four, a four to five, um, Okay, so to like recap a little bit, I'm liking this. We got like a four to five location in kind of like a square shell with quality restrooms in the middle. We have some like big farm doors that you can see to kind of build your, you know, your ambiance or you can make doors from whatever it is that you want. Some like a glass viewing area so you can see what's kind of going on, see the vibe inside. Um, you can all see each other, community space, which will build the marketing. Uh, you're looking at about 1,500 square feet for each individual one with another maybe 2,000 square feet for the restrooms in the middle, cross-pollination of brands and all that kind of stuff in, in there, all in one location. Now we're looking more residential areas, more commercial. You could probably do both, right? Yeah, I think it could work for either one. I just think if you... Okay, so if you do it in a residential area, you'd have to have a solid price point to like, I can reasonably say like, this is why you, me, and the little ones are gonna go out, right? I'm not gonna take you to the place that I spend $20 on my meal for also $20 on your meal. That's more of like a date night, you know, maybe more in time city or like city centers type of deal, you know, thing for that. So I think your price point matters. So that means whatever concept you're gonna put in there would also need to fit the mold. Like, you I mean, if anyone wants to say, hey, I'll shell out the money, sure. But if you're gonna shell out the money for a year and then be like, hey, I'm going under, well, now I gotta figure something else out. Great, now we're gonna pivot into the co-creator highlight segment. So, AJ as a foodie, what, what do you got for us? Well, 
Mike, lately I've been kind of laying low due to all the stuff going on out there. But, uh, you know, honestly, I think there's some cool spots to still be checked out. I think, you know, small businesses, small food businesses are really trying to be creative and inventive right now during this time. And uh, the place I actually get my coffee from all the time, which is close to my house, is called King State. It's a cool vibe when you can actually go inside places like that. But they've kind of revamped their menu up a little bit. You know, they do pizza night now, Fridays and Saturdays, like very filling just really good flavors on these pizzas and their personal size you know for me at least personal size i don't know about anyone else but they got you know just a really good product overall and the customer service there is just phenomenal so like i would definitely say like check stuff like that out a place like that awesome sweet all right what's it called king state king state king state okay all right so all you people out there check out king king state if I could say it, that'd be really helpful for a promotional um, aspect for them. So what I want to do now is I really want to take the time to thank all you guys for out there for listening, especially thank you to AJ for giving him his two cents and everything that's uh, that's we've uh, we've done today. I think we really found a potential way for new food businesses to kind of get an upstart and to kind of get you know a development idea for out there to uh, to try and get more business and or traction. So it's great to do that. Um, also, take the time. I also got to shoot out a little bit of a plug. Make sure that you subscribe to our channel on uh, YouTube. Follow us on all the social medias. Like us on Facebook. Handle is at Ideaprov. Just spelled exactly how you think it would be. I-D-E-A-P-R-O-V. And we'll sign off until next time.